Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your stand joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Super Mario Bros. 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Super Mario Bros. 3 is the story of Nintendo's ambitious crossover with the iconic 90s children sci-fi series Animorphs. In this game, the seven kings of the mushroom world trade their magic wands for the power to morph into animals. It's up to Mario to save them from their lust for power before they become forever trapped in their animal bodies, just like Tobias the Red-Tailed Hawk from Animorphs. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the story. Animorphs? No. King Koopa's, the, the, the Koopalings, formerly known as King Koopa's kids. Yeah. Um, the, he, they stole the wands and turned them into animals. Right? They turned the kings into animals. Yes. You they didn't see receive uh, the morphing ability from an Andalite morphing cube? No. They, they were up to some nefarious deeds. So the Koopa kids steal the magic wands and turn the seven kings into animals. Yes. Did you read the manual or no? There wasn't like hardly anything in the manual. There was a story that I didn't, I didn't. explained that. I might have missed it. <laughs> you might have missed I it. I kind of just made up my own story because I just saw a bunch of kings and they <laughs> were animals and I just yeah. assumed it's the 90s must be an Animorphs crossover. It, it wasn't the 90s. It was the 80s. This was this, this I, game came out in the 80s? It predates the, uh, the Animorphs. So my like yeah. timeline with all of these games is super messed up because we always were like one console behind. <laughs> yeah. So we had a Nintendo when the Super Nintendo came out. So like I actually said in our Super Mario World episode yeah. that like I just felt like that game came out in 1995. Yeah. Because that's probably when I got it. Yeah. But it came out in 1991, which would mean Mario 3 came out before that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, jumping, we, that's that's a great segue into our fun facts, Jordan. I love fun facts. Well, when this game came out, of course, this game developed and published by Nintendo. That's just, I mean, I probably shouldn't have even written that down, but. Yeah, I, I mean, Mario fun. on a Nintendo console developed by Nintendo. Yeah. Mind blown. Part of the Nintendo Fun Club, I think, as they call it. <laughs> Is that what they call it? <laughs> just all games made by Nintendo are part of, the, or only the fun ones? No, they're all fun. They're Nintendo all, never oh, okay. made a bad game. Oh, good point, um, good point. This game originally came out October of 1988 in Japan. This, this game is older than me? What? Uh, this one shocked me, Jordan. According to Wikipedia, this game came out in um, July of 1989 on the PlayChoice 10 in North America. I don't feel like this would be a great arcade experience. <laughs> well, that's well. Here's why that's interesting. So that that's July of '89. This game came out in February of 1990 in North America. Oh, so it came out on arcade before. Yes. Oh, that's really interesting. So I I didn't dig too much into that, but I was like, I thought because you know the Wizard um, was a big movie that promoted Mario Three. Um, oh, okay. And there I was, was like there was the a lot Wizard. of hype. For Mario 3. I thought that movie was made um, just to sell the power glove. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever used a power glove. Me neither. I know for a fact I haven't because I would I would remember that. Yeah. But apparently, too, Nintendo also, I read that there was a chip shortage, so the game got pushed back. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they were supposed to come out about the same time as the PlayChoice 10 version, but I was like, oh, you could play the game before it came out on the NES, which I was like, well, I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out the hype train. Like yeah. Everybody loved Speaking the of NES version, chip but. shortages, I mean, you know, the whole 
history doesn't repeat, but it does rhyme. Like we're we're in the midst of our own chip shortage these days. <laughs> what do you mean history doesn't repeat? Rhymes. Well, people used to say like history repeats, and then somebody yeah. else said, "Well, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes." Like, you know, it's not the exact same thing happening, but man, you can see some parallels between what's happening today <laughs> and the late '80s. I don't remember them because I wasn't right. like <laughs> sentient at that time. I don't think, but okay. Uh, yeah, closing off the, the release dates here, Jordan. August of 1991 is when the, the PAL version of this game came out. Oh, you so. didn't look up when uh, the Super Mario All-Stars came out? No. Oh. What? Why? Because this game was on that, too. Okay. What? It's, okay. The best version of this game. The best version. Actually, the, the GBA version might be the best version of this game. Maybe. I haven't played that one. Maybe. You know. It's, it's it, it well actually I would say that the GBA version is the best version because you have the e-reader levels, which are basically from the few that I've played, World Nine is what they feel like as far as they're pretty difficult. I feel like a big part of this game is the soundtrack and the Game Boy Advanced speakers and sound card are so bad that that would kind of dilute it in my eyes. Okay, well maybe you should play it on a Retron Five or you should play it on your Wii U. Fair enough. I I could <laughs> I could dust off my old Wii U and, and play it. Yeah, yeah. Put but that, I won't. Put that through a home theater system and you get that nice bassy chip tune. Oh, it's good stuff. It's nice. Good stuff. What other fun facts have you got for us, Dan? This is the third best-selling NES game behind Super Mario Brothers One and Super Mario Bros. Two. Duck Hunt. Oh, I, what the wait? <laughs> That's not fair though, because Duck Hunt came with Mario. Yeah, I don't know how they put these numbers together. Could you buy Duck Hunt on its own? Yes. Oh, why would you? Yes. And then, like, why would you buy the Mario and Duck Hunt one rather than the Mario, Duck Hunt, and uh, sports? There was a sports. Yeah, track one. and field. Track and field, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Don't ask me. I don't know. But yeah, Duck Hunt. So I don't know if they count the, the, the Mario, Duck Hunt cart in those sales numbers. But yeah, according to Wikipedia, this is the third best selling NES game. Wow. Which is a bit surprising to me. Um, it's it's not surprising that it's the one of the best selling games. It's surprising that the numbers are so staggeringly different. I think and that it's, it's uh, behind Duck Hunt. <laughs> yes, I think Mario One was in the forty millions sold or something, and I think this one was only at eighteen million. Wow. So based on the legacy of this game, I would have expected those numbers to be a little bit closer. But yeah, I mean. I guess it, since it wasn't like a pack in for so long, that sort of was what built the console essentially. Yeah, like Mario One did. Um, I guess it's not that surprising. Um, maybe not. Okay, so next fun fact: it sold more than seventeen million copies. I said eighteen. I think it might be eighteen. 18 is now, more than 17, seventeen. So yes, but adjusted for inflation, marketing and development for Super Mario Brothers Three costed fifty six million dollars. That's a lot. I thought you were going to say yeah. adjusted for inflation. Those 17 million copies are actually 45. Well, <laughs> does it that's work that true way? Too. Yes. Yeah. I'm, sales <laughs> figures also are. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> there's more people who play video games now. <laughs> it's true. There's literally just more well, people on the planet these days. Actually, that's a funny thing. Now that you said that, I'm like, actually, gaming is inflated now. It is. So it's it's popular. You got Megan Fox playing uh, Fortnite with DJ Khaled on Twitch. So what a sentence that I never <laughs> expected to hear. That was a brand new sentence, I think. Literally, I don't know, it was probably four or five months ago, but that was uh, one day I think I might have been logging out of Twitch or something. And then Twitch on the front page is like had this event going where they're, they're like, all, what are what are gamers yeah. like? What are gamers <laughs> like? Transformers 
and songs by DJ Khaled. So we're gonna we're gonna find a way to mix these three things. And they did it. Dan watched that entire stream. Yeah. No. No. no, no. I was like, Wait. you said yeah. No. I heard yeah first. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not a Fortnite guy. So sadly, uh, didn't watch too long. I think yeah. I was just in shock of like, what is this? I've played like three rounds of Fortnite. You have these massive celebrities playing video games now, which is not that unheard of, but I think it speaks to the scale of the power of how many people play video games is like yeah. celebrities promoting video games. Uh, Jordan, according to Miyamoto, this game was conceived as a stage play. Yeah, I think we talked about that in another one of our episodes. Yes, at some point in the history of the show, you were like, Mario 3 is all a play. Bowser's not a bad guy. I, th- we had one I of think it was in the Mario 2 episode, which, Probably. by the way, we have covered Mario 2 back in episode 37, and we covered Super Mario World in episode 65. If you're like, mm-hmm. I want more Mario. And we've yeah. got other Mario, but those are the mainline games that we've covered. That's kind of my life. I want more Mario, but sometimes I don't want the new stuff that Nintendo puts out. You want more, but you want them to find... It's like you want them to find Miyamoto's secret stash of Mario games that he developed and then didn't release. Hotel Mario, the Miyamoto cut. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii the other day, and I was like, I kind of want to play that game. I don't know why. I just... Um, All I remember about that game is like shaking your Wiimote to move your bubble around the screen. I think they call it waggling. Waggle your Wii stick to get your guy in bubble to move around the screen. Your Wii remote. Your Wii remote. Wiimote. No, it's it's actually Wii remote. Yeah, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) It's not missed. It's Mario. Uh, Jordan, the game was originally intended to be isometric, but it was too difficult to position jumps. Yeah, which thankfully... That was one of my biggest... <laughs> man, I, I hated that about Super Mario RPG, the whole isometric and trying to do platforming and isometric is awful. Our brains don't work that way. Can you imagine <laughs> this game would have been isometric? Like, it would I not just, have nearly the, the legacy. No, like, that could have been the end of Mario. It's like, yeah. all right, guys, one was good, two was weird, and three is unplayable. So let's just scrap it. We need a new Nintendo character. What are we going with? Goodness. Well, they were like, okay, so let's turn Doki Doki Panic into Mario 2. What could we do different for Mario 2 to 3 that we did totally different from the first one that everybody loves? Isometric. Like, I mean, they are trying to do Mario 64 on the NES in 1988 yeah Yeah. like how good could that have turned out like there's some decent isometric games that I think people like like I think Snake Rattle and Roll is one of them I think Marble Madness is another one but Uh, Crystal Castles uh, yeah I I was thinking Nintendo specific is Crystal Castles on the NES or no it's a it's a trackball arcade game (laughs) yeah 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 so I mean isometric games weren't out of the realm of you know being decent at the time but a Mario game, an isometric, like, yeah. Super Mario RPG is great because there's not, like, a ton of platforming in it. So yeah. So you're not really reliant on the that isometric view to Some do too much. But The worst part about that game is the platforming yeah. in isometric. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that is a fun fact. Yeah. I'm really glad they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, we dodged. <laughs> we dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, Jordan, that, that exhausts my fun facts. Oh, well. For this one. Dan, yeah. that exhausts our fun facts. But that brings us to our fun fact of the show. Oh. The worth it or worth fun fact of the day. No, for, for years we've been telling you guys that one of the best ways to support our show is by taking a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever app you use. But recently, recently Spotify added the ability to rate podcasts. And so if you are one of the listeners that listens on Spotify, take a few seconds. <laughs> 
<laughs> seconds. All you don't even have to write a review. All you have to do is pick some stars. You can pick one star if you hate us and you just hate listening. You can pick five stars if you think we're the best. Maybe something in between. You Whatever you want. Three stars if we're mediocre. <laughs> yeah. And maybe not even for us. Maybe that's just a fun fact for you to know that Spotify has ratings now. <laughs> Rate all your favorite shows. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it. Spotify. That's the fun fact for that's the show. It. We're done yeah. promoting. All right. Uh, let's move on to what the game does well. Certain certain games. I have a lot of things written down. I've tried to organize a lot into um, headings. I'm actually on working this. on a so, uh, worth it or worthless constitutional amendment that says that each host is only allowed to have three points, just to get, get you on my level. But you know, I understand that that's difficult for you. So, you know, you do you, Dan. You're not gonna get me to sign that. Um, I say that to say, do you want to take it? So I'm sure that your points will probably feed into some of my points. And then oh, can, you're saying my points are so basic out. that surely your points have no, covered them. Not that they're so basic, but that they are usually on my list. As, as right. well, I want right, to say right. that uh, in our last Mario mainline game that we covered, Super Mario World, every one of Dan's things that he liked about the game was something that was on my list that the game didn't do well. So yeah. hopefully we can avoid that today yeah. and we, we were on the same page. We'll see. We haven't we didn't play this game together, so we don't really know what each other are thinking right now. Well, that's just life though. Yeah. You know, that's true. you you and I disagree on a lot of things. That's true. Before we hit so. record on this episode, we spent twenty five minutes arguing about the Nintendo eShop. So this is not <laughs> new for us. But I think that <laughs> I think this first one is something we can both agree right, on here. Right. That the controls and physics still feel good, which is yeah. not true for many retro games. Like yeah. the controls in this one still feel good. You know you're not like slidey all over the place like we had a problem with in Castlevania two. You don't have like weird jumping like we talked about in uh yeah. one of the double dragon games. Yeah. Like the things just work. You hit the button, it jumps how you expect it to. You can move how, like freely. You can move in the air, which is nice. Yeah. You say that, and I didn't even actually like write that down because it's, I think, so ingrained in me with this game that I didn't even notice how good it feels. I think we have to call but, it out, though, because no, it's absolutely. not true about yeah. a lot of games that we cover. 100%. And as you're saying it, too, I'm thinking of a specific, um, I think it might be in Pipe World, where... It's one of these levels where you're vertically going up a bunch of pipes. And then at one of the pipes, there's like three question mark blocks above the pipe. And then there's a gap to the left. Yeah. So it's four blocks wide. You're on a pipe. You can actually jump over those blocks all the way to the left, like four blocks. Yeah. And then get above it and get a one up. And it's like the game gives you so much control over your character that you should have that it allows you to do these like really specific jumps or like there were a few times where I avoided fireballs from piranha plants or like the cannonballs and stuff like that because I have like good control over my character or I can like duck and jump or like, yes, there's one secret exit that I found, I think for the first time ever in this game, um, where it, there's, so you find secret exits to levels and you get a little treasure chest sometimes sometimes yeah. they give you a whistle or whatever um well there was one that i stumbled on i i used a p-wing in a level and it took me yeah. to this area and there's like you have to be small mario to get through the area oh yeah but you have to be big mario to fly up to the pipe to begin with yeah and so you go up this pipe and you can't get out but if you duck 
and you have like I happen to have a P-wing because I was screwing around looking for secrets and I was able to hold down and just keep flying as I was crouched and it yeah. like gives you a secret exit with a music box. Ooh. And there I'm pretty sure that's the only way or one of the only ways that you'd be able to get that exit. I'm like, dang, Nintendo. Yeah. Like this is ridiculous. Now it doesn't so. like have like so there's a lot of times when I'm playing a platformer and I want to have like the fine control yeah. of a vertical shoot 'em up where <laughs> like you're like dodging and weaving and getting around all the bullets and stuff. Yeah. And you rarely have that in a platformer. But in this one, like you're right, like being able to like dodge fireballs midair and stuff, it's yeah. like this game just feels good. Yeah. It's it's it feels so good. Like I like Super Mario World. But I feel like Super Mario World feels a little bit looser than this game does. Yeah. Um, and I just this is this to me I think is some of the the best Mario physics that that have ever existed in anything ever. Yeah, I think this is kind of so, like the bar. Like this is the one that platformers yeah. aim for. Yeah, it's better than Mario One, and I like it more than Super Mario World. So, well, that so that was actually a really big battle that you were having in your head during that episode because I listened back to it this morning, and uh, you were like, "I don't know if I like this one more than Mario Three, and you didn't like want to commit to it. So right here, you're yeah. saying Mario Three is it? Mm, um, we'll, we'll maybe we'll, we'll get to, okay. We'll, we'll talk maybe more. We'll, we'll unpack talk. that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Okay, we'll we'll get to that later at some point. Um, I got some more stuff, Dan. You want me to keep going? Yeah, well, do you, all right. Sure. Like, well, I mean, what do you yeah, want? You want to say something? No, go for it. All right, I will. Um, <laughs> Dan, this game is very generous with the lives and continue system, yeah. which is yeah. nice. Now, uh, you definitely need save states because this game doesn't allow you to save, which is one of the things that's nice about Mario World is that you can save, but you can't really save in this one. You just got to like yeah. blow through the whole game. So it's really nice to play this on the Switch and have the save states, but... Yeah. Dan, so this morning I woke up and I was like, I want to go play some Super Mario World just to compare the two. Yeah. And as I was on my way there, I got distracted by Mario All-Stars and I pulled up Mario 3 on Super Mario All-Stars and I played like the first three worlds because I was just having such a good time with the with the good graphics and everything. But that game also uh, fixes this because it has a continue, uh, a save and quit or save and continue yeah. option which is super nice. Mm-hmm. But it also fixes the continue problem from Super Mario World where like when you save and quit in Super Mario World and come back, you only have five lives even yeah. if you had like 80 lives. Yeah. But in this one, it, it, it actually like, it lets you keep all of your lives, which is awesome. Yeah. So that fits under one of my headings, Jordan, of macro design. Uh, the, just the, the macro design of this game is what it does well. Now, there's a bunch of like sub points under that and we can kind of get into it. Um, that's there's so many things about this game. I know it's you're great. you're gonna you're like you could write a doctoral thesis on this game. I'm I sure probably could. It's probably my most played NES game. I think. Uh, so the whistles, the shortcuts. So like you mentioned, of course, there's no save. But like the whistles, there's two whistles in the first world within a few minutes of starting the game. Yeah, which in theory you could use to pick up and get back to whatever world you had left at. Uh, the mini games. They give you extra lives. They give you opportunities to earn extra items. In co-op, you can actually play like a, an original Mario Bros. minigame against your your co-op friend yep. where you can steal their cards that you get from beating a level or you can kind of steal their turn and stuff. I think um, as a kid, we played more of that minigame than the actual Mario 3 because I had brothers <laughs> and it was a multiplayer game where you could yeah. stomp on each other and yeah. kill each other and stuff. Yeah. So we were all about that. So yeah, the the, the little, I don't know what you, it's not roulette, but. Um, what are talking about? The, 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 the star mushroom flower 
scrolling. Oh, you're trying to line them up. Yeah, you're trying, you're trying to, line to line up, up the I don't, things, yeah, the things what that's to earn extra lives. This is awesome. Um, lots of items and power-ups. You've got uh, your standard Mario. you got a mushroom. you got fire flower. Then, of course, you got your leaf that turns you, that gives you the ability to fly. Yeah, the leaf gives you the ability to fly, but then if you're in the level, it's a feather that gives you the ability to fly. No, there's no feathers in this game. We're talking about the red feather that turns you into the raccoon. No, it's not. It's what a is leaf. It? That is not. Oh, a it's leaf. a red leaf. It's a feather. Yeah. It's a green. Oh, that's a funny point that I didn't even put that. So if you get the item in your inventory, it's a yeah. green leaf. If it's in the level, it's a red feather. It's a red. Uh, just leaf. another reason why the All Stars version is better because in your inventory, it's a red leaf in All Stars. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a red leaf though. That's why it Dude, floats the way. For it my does. entire life, I have thought <laughs> that that was a red feather. <laughs> Why did they make it look like a feather? I don't know. I've never thought about it too much. And why would a... Okay, I don't get why a feather would turn you into a raccoon, but it would let you fly. I don't understand how a leaf turns you into a raccoon or lets you fly. Do raccoons eat leaves? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't... The raccoons are carnivores. They eat garbage and insects and crayfish. Oh, man. So not only, anyways, so not only do you get your standard powers, but there's also like a frog suit. There's also a Hammer Brothers suit. There's also the Tanuki suit, which gives you not only the ability to fly and look like a cute bear, but you can also turn into a statue, which apparently you can ground pound, quote unquote. The I think Wikipedia was saying this is the first instance of ground pounding. If you turn into a statue in the air, you can like yeah. kill the fireballs on like the airships and stuff while I was reading. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So that was, yeah, not having ground pounding was one of my big problems with Super Mario World. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it had the stupid spin move instead of ground pounding. Oh. And now you're telling me it was in Mario 3 and they... I don't um, think it's ground pounding. I think it's... Close enough. I don't think that changes the physics. I you, think you just... You did forget the best power up in the game, Dan. No, the hammer suit. No. The hammer suit's... The shoe. Phenomenal. It's not a power up that Bro, you can equip you can ride the, in a shoe i thought that was the yeah, best the, thing when I, I was a kid it, a booty yep a little wind up yep. shoe a little boot um you mentioned you did mention dan the p wings and the clouds and all that the warp whistles i think that those having those is is phenomenal because there's always a point in a game yeah. where you get stuck on a level that you hate well, okay, you have options. If you have a P-Wing, you can just fly all the way across the top of the level, never interact with anything, yeah. land, you did it. Uh, don't even bother bother doing that. You can use a cloud. Yeah. Maybe it's an underground level and you can't fly across the top. Use a cloud. You can just skip any level that you want. Yeah. If you hate an entire world, like I hate World 7 or something, I don't know why you would. I don't know which one you would hate. If you hate an entire world, oh, I'm just going to use the whistle and I'm going to skip yeah. that world. I'm going to skip multiple worlds. It's phenomenal. They're like, we need to give people an out so they don't have to play stuff they don't want to play. Yeah, that's actually one of my points under the sort of macro design is items that make the game easier, like the cloud and the music box, which puts the Hammer Bros to sleep on the map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's the... What does the little hammer thing do? It breaks rocks on the map. Okay, breaks rocks. I was trying to remember, there's all these different power-ups. So, yeah, certain overworlds will have like, rocks, and sometimes they're just a shortcut, I think, for the level. Other times, they actually have like a mushroom house or an extra bonus game. Yeah. I think in World 2, Desert Land, it, there's like, one that's kind of like up in the top right corner. Yeah. And it's kind of like out of the way. If you don't look for it, I don't think you'll see it. Yeah. And I think you can actually get an extra warp whistle from there, too. 
There is a third warp yeah. whistle in the game. I just don't know where it is. Yeah, it's, I think it's in the second world. So um, speaking of the warp whistles, Jordan, Yeah. I was trying to finish up this game this morning. And I uh, after I was in a hurry, so I was getting extra frustrated um, in Dark World. So I beat the... Dark the, World is the last the, one? Yes, World 8. Yeah. So I beat the first tank, and then I beat the, the water ship, and then I beat the airship, and I beaten all the little hand grabby things. Oh, I got so lucky with the hand grabby things. It only grabbed me twice. Well, I think sometimes, yeah, I only got. Because I remember when we played this for on the on the extra life. So yeah, it's called extra life stream. Uh, we got stopped on every single one, and I yeah. was very frustrated. So I, I finally get to the first level of Dark World, the World One. Yeah, Dark World, and I'm trying to equip an item because I failed, and then I hit a warp whistle. Oh. And took myself back to the beginning of World Eight, oh, and I had to redo all no. of them. I was so mad. <laughs> Why didn't you just rewind? I was playing it on the Retron. I don't have rewind. Oh, you goofed. I did goof. I did goof. Also, my Switch Online subscription is not up right now, so I can't access the NES Online service. Oh, you on really Online. goofed. You really goofed, yeah, Dan. So that's what's up with that. Um, but yeah, so items make the, the game easier. They're generous with the extra lives. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think I added in the game with like 50 lives or something. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the cards at the end of levels, I really like that little system where... Dude, I suck at that. So I if could, you... I could not do okay. it. I know the trick. If I know you have you a full sprint... Right away, yeah, and you jump right away, you get a star. But sprint, I would always yeah. be like a half a millisecond too late and I'd get a mushroom. You just got to aim for the bottom left corner. Yeah, I I know the theory Or the left it. side of the, the box. It didn't matter though because I had so many yeah. lives that it didn't matter. But you can get up to five extra lives every three levels, which is awesome. And um, there's just so many, like the mini games can give you extra stuff. Like there's just, there's so many opportunities. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how I didn't beat this when I was a kid because I feel like you'd have to just totally be inept. Yeah. Which I, <laughs> well, I was. No, I mean, no, I was no, a no, child. No. I was, a, I was, I was, and I still am. Yeah. But I'm just like, a, I'm slightly less so these days. Yeah. Well, this game is a lot easier for me as an adult than it was as a kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, Probably helps that we played like a million yeah. other platforming games now, and at the time this was like the that this was it. It probably helps that I've probably put dozens on dozens on dozens of hours into this game. So I have not me, though. Yeah. So this is probably like yeah. this is like the third time I've played it since I was a little kid. Yeah. Another interesting thing too, Jordan, about the 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 co-op mode is the continue system when you it's generous with the continues. It just kicks you back to the beginning of the level. When you're playing in co-op, it only flips over the levels that have been beaten by the player that yeah, lost Yeah, I remember lives, that. I do remember that. Which is, uh, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's nice the way that they, this isn't co-op necessarily, but like when you beat a fortress, it unlocks the lock on the map and then shortens the the um, the path yeah, through and the world. Most of the later it's worlds. generous. Yeah, most of the later worlds have warp pipes to help you make yeah. things shorter yeah. if you have to continue. Yep. So it's, that is super it's, nice. It's good stuff. Last point under the macro design, Jordan, is the secrets in this game. Now, I'm not just talking about all of the secrets in the levels, yeah. which I am talking about, but like there's a there's secret white mushroom houses and there are treasure ships in this game, which okay. are like super secret, like fun stuff. So the treasure ships, I was like, I know these are a thing. I don't know what the thing is with getting them. It exists, but I don't know where it exists. Yeah. So I looked it up finally, and I'm like, wow. So to get a treasure ship to appear, there has to be a, a hammer bro on the map. Okay. And then you have to end a level with a, um, a multiple of 11 coins 
Okay. So 11, 22, 33, 44, 55. Yeah. And then the tens place of your score has to be the same digit. So if you have 55 coins at the end of a level and you have something, 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 50 points, you'll activate a treasure ship. Okay, wait, are these like little ships that hover around the screen? Yes. Dude, when I was- And they have just just coins on them and then there's two- yeah. boomerang you just present. unlocked a memory in my brain we must have done that accidentally when i was a kid because i yep. like i remember like trying to chase it around the screen and every time you beat a level it moves yeah yeah whoa okay yeah. Yeah. and then the white mushroom houses was a thing that i remember from being a kid where my babysitter would like figure out how to unlock this where if you got all the coins in the world one four you get a white mushroom house that gives you a peewing and oh. i was like what so i i assumed it was like one four is a moving level so every moving level that you get all the coins you'll unlock a white mushroom house that wasn't the case oh. it turns out that there's one level in every world where if you get every coin in the level you unlock a a, a white mushroom house which i think gives you pee wings and it gives you anchors air anchors which will, i think oh will yeah stop i got one of moving. those what is or i saw that in the manual maybe yeah i think it stops the ships from moving okay um i don't know if it's like they literally aren't auto scrolling anymore or if it stops it from flying around the map. I didn't get to test, but. Oh, gotcha. Cause either of those would make sense. Yeah. Yes. I would guess so, it would probably stop them from moving around the map. Cause that's what the, the yeah. music box does. And I feel like making the scrolling level stop scrolling would probably like break the coding. Probably, probably. But um, yeah. And then just the, the secrets in the levels, there's so many secrets in this game. Um, and the, that's sort of one of the things I was saying to you yesterday is like, for me, Mario 3 now is less about beating Mario 3 and it's more about seeing things in Mario 3 that I haven't seen before. It's about trying to like, like I was loading up save state after save state in this one just so that I could try to break things or use a P-Wing in a level that I hadn't, you know, I was trying to figure out something specific Yeah. Um, just so that I could, you know, like see new parts of Mario 3. And it's like, well, that's one of the things that I love about this game is as many times, as many hours as I've put into it, I'm still seeing new things in Mario 3. And it's like, this game is so massive and there's so much here. You know, I put, I think I clocked in just under four hours with my, you know, attempt at it. That it's like, man, there's still something all these years later that keeps me coming back to this game. Yeah. So yesterday I would have disagreed with you. I'd be like, nah, I beat it. I'm done with it. But then this morning when I went back and played Super Mario All-Stars, like I, I found a bunch of new stuff and I was like, whoa. And I found myself going and beating all the way through World 3. And I'm like, I, that's not normal for me. Like normally yeah. we finish a game and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. Yeah. There's really something about this one that is just, it's, it's still just so good. Um, Jordan. Dan. The next heading that I have. Oh, okay. that was gonna... one heading. How many headings you got over there? Uh, I have four. Ma- like, okay, so, so this is the second F two headings, and then I have two other little, little smaller points. Smaller <laughs> okay, points. go for it. Um, the presentation of this game is this next heading, which includes first of all the music. Oh yeah, the music. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's like, great. This this is one of the all time greats. It's so good. Yep, so good through and through. And then the credits roll, and you hear a new song, and it's just like. Oh man, even like the credits music is good. Yep. It's like, how? This is incredible. Um, I mean, Koji Kondo, it's just like the, the standard of all great NES uh, Nintendo soundtracks. <clears throat> I mean, we've had this conversation. I personally <laughs> prefer like Contra over this, but I mean, you do you. I, well, that's another discussion. Is like Nintendo versus Konami. Like maybe yeah. that's a, a discussion for another day. But like, I would, I would way rather jam to like Manhattan Project or Contra. Oh, 
Konami is a different, it's a different thing. It's like, I mean, Koji Kondo made some great baby music, but I mean, it's, it's still <laughs> baby music. Get out of here, man. Baby music. I mean, no. yeah, it's music for babies. Nintendo okay, makes yeah. video games. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm right. just kidding. Yeah. Well, you did say Super Mario World was a game for children, by the way. I do remember saying that. <laughs> so you couldn't beat it as a child, but it's a game for children. Yeah. Whatever, man. I'm, okay, we don't have to go there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's got good music, though. Yeah. So the next part of the presentation that I like, Jordan, the world of Mario 3 as a whole with like the different lands and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, one of the things I like about Mario 2, uh, probably my favorite thing, which isn't saying I think a lot about Mario 2, is just like I like the the experience of where that game takes place. I like yeah. The, the way the enemies look, I like the, just the, the sort of theme of it and all that stuff. Um, I feel similarly here where this world feels like Nintendo puts so much into it that it, I don't want to say it feels like an actual place, but it feels like, <laughs> like the cohesiveness and the look of it and sort of the, um, just everything about this, the, the world and maybe the art style, um, and the different enemies. Like there's a, there's a lot here where I'm just like, I like the aesthetic of this game. I like the sprite style. I like, um, the, even the stage play aspect I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, the, the world, like in world five Skyland, there's a, like a castle that you're traveling up. Like you go through a fortress and then at the top of the fortress, you're like going into a pipe, which leads you up through okay up to the skyline. Like there's just like, oh, that's an interesting way of connecting sort of the ground to the sky. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like, okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. After, when, when I play the NES version, I feel like that the graphics are almost a step back from Mario 2. Like okay. it kind of feels empty in comparison. Okay. But... I would say, and I, I would say this for every part of the game, if you're going to play Super Mario Bros. 3, play it on All-Stars because the graphics are phenomenal. Just the amount of depth that they put into the pixel art, the way that they make each world feel like completely unique, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And it makes the original look just so bland. Especially like, think of like the airship levels. It's just a black background with some, it's black and white. It's almost monochrome. Yeah. Uh, and then you you got you got uh, the the Super Nintendo version. It's so much better. So here's so much better. Here's the thing about Super Mario All Stars, and I haven't like tested this in a while, but I think that All Stars there's some tiny changes to the physics in some of those games, and it might just be the first Mario game. Um, it's been a while since I played Mario Three on All Stars. Actually, it hasn't been a while, but it's been a while since I've thought about like this because I put in Mario All Stars with my son like yeah. a month ago, um, but didn't play it for very long. But there's something about Mario All Stars where I prefer the original versions. They oh, do look better. That's for pure. Sure, that's but, pure nostalgia. Uh, well, because it's superior in every way. It sounds better. Graphics are better. Every it has saves. That's better. <laughs> everything's better i don't know i think what i i remember thinking about this a while ago of like i prefer the nes version over the super Nintendo i can version. see you saying that yeah but i can't see yep. any like real logic <laughs> behind it 
Um, last thing, uh, no, not last thing. Um, the overworld, Jordan, in general, I like the overworld that there's like a map where you're choosing levels. It gives you the opportunity to skip certain levels, uh, access, you know, parts of the map that may, yeah. may or may not. I like the way that this game is laid out. Um, and I like that they give you options, you know, for not having to do everything if yeah. you don't want to. I, I highly prefer this overworld to Super Mario World. I feel like that it feels, you're right, it feels like a live, it feels like a real place. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. You can take different routes. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the overworld in this one. Yeah, it's, uh, it should, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, this is this was the standard going forward. So like, obviously, whereas in Mario 1, it's just taking you from one thing to the next. Yep. And so this changed Mario games. Uh, last thing I like, Jordan, attention to detail. And like the one of the things that jumped out to me was like the parallaxing clouds. And this sounds silly, but like when you're on an airship, they have like clouds that parallax slowly at different yep. different rates. And like, I feel like this game as a whole, they just took so much care with a lot of the little things in it that it's just like, it, it all combines to be something incredible. Like another thing that's popping into my mind is like coins in ice. Like, Okay, they didn't have to do that, but they went to the trouble in Ice World to program coins and ice that you can shoot with the fireball and get. Or like, just, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of things in this game, like the boot, for example. The boot. That you can get, I think, once or twice in the entire game. I think it's just once. Like, what? they didn't have to, you know, or like, um, the, there's a, 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 a one of the levels in Giant World where you have these doors where you can go oh, yeah, back Giant and World. forth. Like, Giant World's amazing. So good. I love that. Yeah. That was my favorite one. We would always try to get the warp whistle and skip to Giant World. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's just, there's so many, so much of that in this game um, that, it, it, I don't know. It's one of the greatest games of all time. And I think the uh, attention to detail helped I mean, cement that. I wouldn't go that far. Okay, well, you wouldn't, but everybody else would. So. I mean, it was one of the great. It was definitely probably the greatest game made on the NES in 1988 that I know of. <laughs> but I mean, Dan, you know that there's been like a lot of really good games made in the last 30 years. So right? you're saying that this is not. No longer one of the greatest games sure, of all time. Sure, okay, Nebulous, one of the greatest. That's what I said. You're yeah, like, but like, no. what, like, what are you taking? The top ten, top hundred? I don't know. I mean, I'd say that, top. It's top hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what I'd say is top hundred. Okay. All right, all right. When I, when you were saying one of the greatest, I was thinking you, you were saying like top three kind of thing. Oh, I don't know if I would go that far right now. Um, <laughs> There's I, times in my no, life where I surely would go that far. No, I would say like I, it would certainly be something that I would have to think about games as a whole you know like is, is tetris one of the greatest top three games of all time maybe uh, but you'd have to think about it you'd you'd have to sit there and consider no right? I, I could say right now okay i won't say but i could say you could yeah along with roller coaster tycoon is number two no Rampa Ty- rampart's a solid number 17 of course uh, <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> anyways uh jordan i got two more points you got any, do you have anything else? I'm, I'm no, I, of course I don't have anything else. It's for a minute, like 40. What do you mean do I have anything else? Uh, the enemy variety. So, like, not only do you have standard Marios, you got plants and you got Goombas and you got turtles, but, like, they throw, like, spikes and they th- then they add, like, 
the the cheap cheap fish not only are there just fish underground or underwater but like there's levels where the fish are jumping from pool to pool and now there's a giant fish and it'll eat you and now there's a giant fish and it'll eat you and then there are the like the jellyfish underwater or like the underwater plant that like spits out the oh, thing oh you mean the bloopers like, yeah no the bloopers are different. Bloopers, I think, are the normal fish, and then the yeah, no, no the blo- no. cheap cheeps are the normal fish. Bloopers are the squids. I think in the manual they call them bloopers, with a oh, B. <laughs> yeah, classic, um, classic uh, manual translation yeah. for the early retro games. And then you get to Bowser's Fortress, and then you, there's a uh, it's not a hammer, uh, it's not a hammer bro, but it's like one of the hammer bro style guys, and he's shooting fireballs at you, and it's like. This has been nowhere else in this game. Do you remember like the weird little like half turtle, half yeah. Koopa? Wa- like what? Are, yeah, what are those things? They're, I think they're hammer bros is what they're supposed to be. But they're like be, baby they're ones? I don't know. One of them's throwing boomerangs. The other one's shooting fireballs. And like there's like they keep doing stuff in this game where the cha- the the chomp, chain chomps. Like they just have a ton of different enemies in this game, and then you've got all the bosses, which all do different things. Um, yeah, you've got all the bosses, which do the exact same thing. Yeah, then you got the thwomp. They don't all do the same. They're thing. all the same. No, some let's of them fight jump Boomer for sh- the eighth time. Oh, I'm talking about the bosses. And not- let's fight the bosses who all do the exact same. No, thing. they don't. No, they don't. One of them's like spitting out balls when you hit them. The other one. <laughs> if you like- if you last more than two seconds against any boss, and you get to see what it does, then. Then you're not very <laughs> good you're at this doing game. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the bosses all have like slightly different behavior and um yeah, there's there's a good variety of enemies in this. And then like just the the worlds further add a uh something to the variety of this game where like you know, in Ice World and like I think Ice Worlds when you see it for the first time, you have the, like the little piranha plants that are like spitting the ball that are like floating the ball up in the air and like yeah. They ch- they just add these like subtle variations to to enemies in this game, which make a, a huge cast of of enemy behavior to uh, play against. Is this your last one here, or do you have? Another? Um, I have one more sort of point. Okay, go ahead. That uh, the creativity that they put in levels, where one of the things that I think Nintendo does that sort of came out with Mario Maker or whatever, was this idea that they and I don't know it's Mario Maker. I think that's when I became aware of it was they do one thing. They try to to get across one mechanic or idea in a level. Yeah. So like one of the levels in Pipe World, the you get a star man in one of the early boxes and you have to sprint to the next box to get a star man and you sprint to the next they're box. They're called stars. I think technically they're called star man. I know, but, but like or like just the interesting like Nintendo has this idea. They I don't know, some of the levels are like creative puzzle solving kinds of things and I think the the creativity that they infused in this game and found new ways to to sort of change up the formula, unlike Mario One to an extent, where it's like it's kind of samey, just getting a little bit harder throughout the game. This game felt like uh, now I'm on these like platforms that are floating up slowly, and I have to jump on it a few times. And like, there's so much variety with all the different levels that um, I think that that is really something that, that makes this game fun and interesting for a long time. All right. I think that's a really good point to transition on. <laughs> you don't, you don't think that the, the levels are creative and fun. Well, let's just, you, 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 okay, yeah, let's hit the transition. Okay. We'll, we can get all right. Let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well, according to Jordan.
right, here we are. Dan said according to George because I'm going to assume that he has nothing on his list once again. It's not true. Um, so for me, one of the first things that I wrote about, about what this game doesn't do so well is that it is repetitive. Um, you do have, yeah, there's some variation, but the fact that you have to basically complete this game in one sitting if you're playing on the original console on the original thing because there is no saves you have to basically play it in one sitting thankfully we have uh modern consoles that let us have save states and stuff but if you try to just like blow through this in one sitting you're going to realize that the game is very repetitive you fight the same mini boss in every single world every single boss you have to jump on their head three times and despite what dan says they're basically the exact same except for the very (laughs) final boss which is a little bit different instead of jumping on him you make him jump at you okay so your criticism is that you have to run and jump on things in a mario game (laughs) no it's just like it it just got really repetitive and it's not just the bosses it's like okay i'm on another airship i'm it feels like i'm dodging the cannonballs again uh you have the same two mini games over and over and over again and it's just like it does feel at some points repetitive this game would definitely benefit from just Play a world, save, come back, play the next world. Like, don't try to brute force your way through this thing Mm. because when you do it all at once, you realize the repetition. When you, like, take time and slow down and get to enjoy each world, you realize there is a ton of variety, but there's also just so much of it that is repetitive that, like, I felt like, okay, I need to just, I need to skip some of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, I'm not going to disagree with your experience of the game i just don't feel that way i didn't feel the sense of like i'm doing the same thing over and over and over again i think that between changing up so like the ice world looks distinct pipe world kind of yeah no no you're right each world is distinct but i will dan i think i'm saying i think that there is enough variety for me where it did not feel repetitive to be between fair, between the way the game looks and the the different elements, and you levels. did tell me that you got to level six and had to take a break because it was just you needed you needed a break from Mario three. It wasn't that I needed a break from Mario three. I needed to hang out with my family. All right. I also well, needed I, a break. Well, if the game had been more intriguing, you would have abandoned your family. And then. actually, no, no. <laughs> uh, and actually, getting midway through World Six was my second chunk of Mario three. It wasn't. I didn't play World one to six. Yeah, you you just can't because it's, <laughs> it's just it's. Yeah. Or it might have been my third it's chunk. I think I played one through three, and then I played four and five, and then I think I played some of six, and then I played the last part of six. And those seven, are seven and eight. Those are definitely some numbers that I heard. Um, <laughs> the, like this is just goes to another reason why I think you should play the All Stars version because you can save. You get to the beginning of a world, just save, come back later. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, fair enough. You know, like if you felt it was repetitive, I just, I just. All right. There we go. That one was invalid. Dan, what do you think about this? What do you think about this criticism? <laughs> the levels, I and I never realized this until this playthrough, the levels are really freaking short. Yeah, they are. Like, yeah. like 30 seconds short. They can be, yeah. Um, mo- Like, I don't know that any of them are more than a minute. Uh, and, except think, for the ones where they purposely like try to confuse yeah, you and you get yeah. lost. Like, Some of the trickier ones are, are a little bit longer, but yeah, most of the game, most of the levels are really short. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, I think it, it, I like that actually because it allowed them to do different stuff in these All levels. Right. It's like each level is a tiny, like I said, they were they're trying to do like one thing kind of a thing. Um, so I think it, it allowed them to do different experiments, different puzzles. Um, I feel like this is elements. the thing with it though, because each level is only like thirty seconds long, and you have the raccoon tail thing. Like you can you can basically like skip huge chunks of this game if you aren't interested in in actually playing it the right way. Yeah, I mean... 
like all of world one once you have raccoon tail it's like all right i'm just gonna fly over this world real quick so here's the thing i think i'm i'm getting a little bit hung up on um is because i don't i no longer play this game i'm trying to like draw as much out of this game as humanly possible yeah so i'm no longer just like how do i get to the end of this it's not about like conquering the game i know game. but that's what the game it's like a, that no, that's yes. like the, that is the game that's what i'm saying that's how i'm getting hung up is because yeah. my mentality in this game has shifted at this point to just trying to explore every corner of it. Yeah, which is definitely um, a, a bonus, like the fact yeah. that you can do that. Like you can take the raccoon tail and fly around the sky and try to find yeah. all the hidden stuff. Yeah, so I'm, I, it, maybe it is short if you're just trying to get to the end of a level. Um, I don't know anymore. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm two strikes so far. Last, got, here we go. I want, I didn't, I've got one I think that you'll agree with here, Dan. World 8 is a mess. World 8... Is bad. <laughs> it's just bad. It's objectively bad. Um, I mean, maybe you have uh, puzzle levels on a timer. It's like, what if we put forty doors in here and just like half of them just drop you into the middle of nowhere? And like, what if you just had to like run around and there's a timer? Oh, we forgot you're on a timer and uh, you don't really even have enough time to find every door. So then you got to replay the level again and yeah. try to remember like what 18 doors did I go through to get to the end? It's a mess. It's a mess. So I think you're talking about the fortress in world eight. And um, as a child, my babysitter would always use the cloud to skip that fortress. That's the right way to do it. I absolutely <laughs> in the future, if I ever play this again, We'll be skipping that. But it's not even just that. Like the fact that you have to go through the weird cat paw thing and you yeah. got to fight all the random garbage. It's like it's a weird, it's all it's in a the weird dark one. and you can't tell where you're going. And It's dark world. I know. It's just like I feel like at that point the game stopped being fun. And then you get to the final boss. You get to the final boss and uh, there's no lava. Yeah. Like when I kill Koopa, I want to see him burning to death in the lava. No. And I didn't so, get that satisfaction, Dan. You have to understand, this is a an Emperor Palpatine situation where the lava is actually at the bottom of the bottomless shaft that Bowser you said, falls Okay, down. you said that same thing about in, in Super <laughs> Mario World when we talked about this. <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. I'm just like, I'm saying go with Super Mario 1. I want to see that big old fat dinosaur burning in lava. Wow. I just spent like it's hours. It's a children's game, Jordan. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I literally <laughs> murdered eight of his children or seven of his children, and they're, boom, they're boom. sleeping. They, they're faint. They faint. They, they fainted. They're Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I feel like that level would have been improved greatly if I could have seen him <laughs> getting crispy. And Nintendo doesn't shy away from this now. Like there's there's the dry bones Bowser. It's like look when you when you burn all of his bones off, and he becomes <laughs> a sentient yeah. skeleton. He fainted in the lava. That's all. <laughs> I don't know, man. Give me some lava. And uh, give me a flashlight, something. I don't know. There th Dark World's a mess. There's some lava in his castle. You just there is. That's what I'm saying. It. It's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. I just want him to fall into it. Uh, Jordan, I've, okay. So we've already touched on this. There's no save system. The whistles are nice. Yeah. As an alternative, but you lose all your items. So I don't love the whistle as a as a, a way. I mean, especially after like the Legend of Zelda, just put a battery in the cartridge and let me save. Like, yeah, that's well, one of the things. again, just play the Super Mario All-Stars version. That's true, you could. You could, or you could play the GBA version. Or you could play it on Switch and use save states. Yeah, you could do any number of those things. But 
I think if you know if you're just playing this on original hardware, you're playing the NES cartridge. Which is, I mean, that's got to be a small percentage of people these days, right? Maybe I don't know. It's you mostly. Yeah, it's mostly me and and you analogs. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's I think it's fair to say that this game should have a save system, and it didn't, and they fixed it later. So they did. I this was not on my list, but I just thought of this, Dan. In OG Mario, yeah, how do you kill Bowser? You jump on the axe or you shoot him with fire. Right. Where Okay. Where has the axe been for the rest of Mario history? In that first game, Mario is an axe-wielding plumber who murders giant reptilians. And we never get the axe again. We need axe. We I, need the new Mario. Forget cat Mario. We need axe Mario. Okay. Listen. First of all, I think he's just chopping the bridge down technically with That's the fine. axe. I don't That's think okay. he's chopping Bowser. He doesn't need to chop Bowser. Um, but second of all. Mario with an <gasps> Damn. New Super Mario Brothers, Jordan, I believe the axe is, is, is it? back. Is it back? A new Super Mario Brothers, yeah. We need, okay, so we've got like Mario playing sports. We've had Mario um, racing. We've had Mario doing pretty much everything. Yeah. We had Mario RPG, which yeah. kind of had him using weapons. But we need like a straight up like gauntlet style Mario game we where d- like there are different classes like Mario's like a a, a, a warrior and Peach is an archer. Like are you that saying that we need... Mushroom Kingdom Crashers? Are we bringing this idea back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom Crashers with like a leveling system. Like, forget, like, I I didn't really love Super Mario RPG. I didn't even finish it. I didn't, like, I've tried to play some, like, more modern Mario RPGs. And, like, I don't want that. I want Super Mario Crashers or whatever you just said. Yeah. I, I need that in my Mushroom life. Kingdom Crashers. Mushroom Kingdom Crashers. The Behemoth, if you're listening. <laughs> Go talk to Nintendo. Tell them about Cadence of Hyrule and how it was awesome. Yeah, and be like, we need Mario in the Castle Crashers uh, style because we be so we good. it would be so good, and it would go back to the very first game with Mario's axe. Not <laughs> even his axe; he can steal someone else's. You axe. You could do so. Why much. did Bar- Why did Why did Bowser continue to keep an axe next to the bridge? Why did he hang on a bridge? There's so many questions. Like Jordan, it's funny. I have a thought written down. Yeah, I, I was I was noticing this in Dark World. Why does Bowser make everything out of wood? Inclu- yeah. including his tanks yeah oh yeah <laughs> very strange <laughs> like i think they're like okay the we started with airships those sh- those could be made out of wood uh, yeah okay sure because it's like an yeah. old-timey boat okay and then they're like uh should we make some new assets for the tank at the end of the- it's like no one's gonna get to world eight we don't need to <laughs> don't worry about it. just make the tanks out of wood <laughs> <laughs> there's so much wood in this game and then just have all of the canyon cannons fire on auto fire yeah even if they're <laughs> even if they like hit each other, it's no big deal. Just and I'll, have the bullets go so slow that you can like jump over them. <laughs> I love thinking about just like the the logistics of how would this translate to the real world? Like, yeah. what, what is this place? What kind of castle do you, you live don't in? Don't have to imagine, Dan. They made the movie in the nineties. <laughs> they made the gritty, realistic, real world Mario Brothers, and we don't ever want to see that again. Yeah, but I've never seen like Mario exploring, you know, like Bowser's castle. Yeah, you have. You know? It's in the movie. Not really. Yeah. Not really, because there's not like traps in this castle. There's not like pits of lava in Bowser's uh, castle. Remember when they ride to... down on the, the yeah the the, the the chute? They ride through the chute. Yeah, I think that's the the air conditioning or the the yeah, ducts on a mattress. The, what the what system? What's the word I'm looking for? HVAC. Uh, not HVAC system. Garbage. Gar- airflow. I don't know. What do you? HVAC. That's it's, what it's called. It's eluding me. No heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Ventilation. Ventilate. Yes. That's what the V in HVAC stands I, for. Oh, never mind. <sighs> um, Jordan, Dan, I have a criticism for the Mario franchise as a whole. Oh, sure, I would love to hear that. The you need to be able to 
spend your coins at shops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where what the is heck? this feature at? Yeah. How is that? And that that can go into the Mushroom Kingdom Crashers. Yeah. Oh, Nintendo, if you ever listen to this and you're worried about like, oh, we can't make that now because they mentioned it and they're going to want royalties, don't worry about it. Just make the game. Please. That's royalty just enough. It's like a tiny RPG thing. Like, give me, like, extra lives from coins is nice. And yeah. granted, like, Super Mario RPG, yes, you can buy things. But, like, why is that not in platformers? Why can't I buy a Tanuki suit? Why can't I buy the Hammer Bros suit? Why can't I buy a nice house to settle down with my family? <laughs> Um, and that's another thing that's interesting is the, the random toad houses with items that come out of random boxes. Um, I, I broke this with save states to try to see, and it doesn't, some, some of them matter. They matter, but they don't. The, the chest that you pick will spit out a different item almost every time. Even yeah. Okay. I was wondering about that because I tried, like yeah. I messed around with rewind on that and yeah. it didn't seem to matter which chest I picked. It did when I loaded the save state. I would pick the first chest and it would be like oh. a Tanuki suit. And then I would reload it and like in in the eighth so, world, Tanuki, and then it would be a frog suit and then it would be a Maybe I suit. just got really unlucky because I picked the first chest and it was a star. And then I'd rewound and picked the second chest and it was a star. And then I rewound and picked the third chest and it, was, it didn't matter which chest I picked. It was always the same. Yeah, if you pick the same one over and over and over, no, then no. the items change. Oh, so you have to pick the same one. So I'm, I think very it confusing. spits out a random item yeah i don't know maybe um, i just got really lucky yeah and some of them are weighted to give you better items oh. um like the mushroom house in pipe world gave yeah. me you know tanukis hammer bros and frog suits one of those three nice. so it was fun to break but um yeah you should just be able to like buy something from a shop yeah that'd be cool like, you just give my coins value i'm picturing like a, a mario cross with like animal crossing so like between levels like you you're on like your little island and you can buy stuff and yeah. you can you could build you could build your own world you could solve the one-up problem by just making them cheap in shops then you could still get one-ups from coins if you that's what you want but yeah i mean they kind of have that in mario odyssey where you can use you can like buy stuff for your ship yeah i don't know and much you can about buy odyssey. costumes and you can buy I only, yeah, there's. I mean, they definitely have added that to more recent ones, but I would yeah. like to see, like in the 3D games, I'd like to see that in the 2D. Yeah, yeah. Now, Jordan, I have one other criticism of Mario 3. Let's hear it. There, so the NES glitchiness in this game yeah. is pretty uh, pretty apparent. You're talking about like where like something loops from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen. It's just all the things like yeah. the, the, the limitations of the NES show themselves in this game. Like constantly there's a, like a teal bar or like a colored bar yeah. on the left side of the screen. And sometimes you can like really see the sprite flicker. Um, this isn't necessarily like game breaking or like ruining and anything, no. but you can see that um, the NES really can't hide some of the, uh, some of the things that it does. Yeah. Um, and it's it speaks to how incredible this game is that they were able to do as much as they are doing with the with the NES hardware. But like, there were a lot of moments where I was just like, "Oh, the NES is like breaking." Not, I don't want to say the immersion, but <laughs> the, the, I don't feel like I'm really in a mushroom world right now. But the visual glitches remind you that you're playing on the NES. Yes, which I didn't say this when I was gushing over the All-Stars graphics, but Dan, it does fix those annoying screen glitch uh, things on the edge of the screen. So just another reason why you should play All-Stars. Any version of this game is worth playing. But yeah, that's just one of the little things where 
you know, if you never noticed it before, if you're looking for it, you won't have to stray too far to find it. Oh, yeah. So, Jordan, that wraps up uh, my list of what the game doesn't do so well. Do you have anything else? That's it. All right, let's move on to the rest of our show. So, Jordan, what'd you pay for the experience that you had? So I need to do a little update here, Dan, because I listened back to our Super Mario World episode. And in that one, I was trying to say all the stuff I liked about the game. But you kept assuming that I was saying bad things about it. And so then we got to the end where I had to pick a number. And I felt like if I didn't pick a high number, people were going to be mad at me. Yeah. So I feel like I got bullied into saying $12 to $14. Are you serious? Because (laughs) there's no chance I would actually pay that amount of money for Super Mario World. Okay. Or just really... All right. Either. Okay. Um, this is a better game than Super Mario World. <laughs> Whoa. And I can't see myself uh, paying that much money for this game. It's part of the Switch Online system. Wow. I have two different versions of it. Uh, so with that being said, and also like I've just played it so many times. Yeah. I just don't like, I don't really feel like spending this, a lot of money on this game. Was this the first time you beat it though? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably. You, yeah. It was the first time you beat Mario All-Star or uh, Super Mario World, right? Yeah. Um. So you're saying what? Like, I had this game as a kid. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing it this time. But also, like, I mean, I'm, like, I'm not really into platformers. So, like, and also just, like, the artwork on it is boring. Like, the like the actual okay. game itself. Like, I'm not yeah. going to, like, buy this one to display it, and everybody has a copy of Mario 3. So What like, if the word bros was on the left side of the label? Oh, that probably makes it worth right a lot more. Side of the label. All that being said, like... <laughs> I'm happy I have two different versions of this to play on my Switch Online, but also yeah. I'm not like looking to go buy this anywhere. Okay, so what are you saying? Switch I like, Online. I, just, I feel like I have to say price. I, yeah, like I have to say a number, like just like to say a number. You know. Okay. Let's. I like. I I enjoy that it's on the Switch Online, <laughs> and it's there. And like I'll keep renewing my subscription <laughs> for the purposes of this show. <laughs> I need a number, Jordan. What the, uh, the 20 the, bucks a year and a collection of many other retro games. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't buy this game. Like I'm not like I wouldn't buy it. What would it. you pay for the experience? Imagine this game was a movie that you could go sit in the theater and experience. Uh, what's, I would what, like, what's that matter? As like worth? part of a subscription, I'd pay like $20 a year for it and many other retro games. <laughs> if you're going up to a play choice 10, you got Mario three in there. Okay. How many how many quarters are you putting in that play choice like, ten? If I'm at arcade, I'm definitely not playing Mario. <laughs> it's a play choice ten. Yeah, I'm probably playing Contra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like the wrong person to ask for this. It's a good game, but like I also don't want to own it. Is that like does that make sense? <laughs> what I don't know what to say. Like I'm not into it. It's good. It's I said nice things about it. But like, also, like, I'm good to not play it again for another 10 years. You're saying it's worthless. No, no. <laughs> like, I'm saying, like, I'm glad that I have the option to pay $20 a year to have this and, like, 50 other games. Okay, let's let's come at this a different way. Okay. Put a score on this game or a grade, whichever you're more comfortable oh. with. Out of 10 or just a grade? Sure. Uh, what's a 10? Breath of the Wild to some people. Oh, okay. Then this is, like, a, a 5. <laughs> That's the hard thing. This is the thing. Like... And we we talked about this in the Super Mario World. Like, I'm not 
<laughs> the target audience for this game or this podcast. Um, so it's hard. Like I would way rather play Breath of the Wild or uh, even like a modern pixel game like Cave Blazers than to like sit down and play a whole bunch of Mario Three. You liking Cave Blazers? I uh, yeah yeah I like it you a lot. It? Yeah. yeah. It's a good game. Uh, if this was a roguelike, if they took Mario 3 and made it like a roguelike. Please, please. I would like please. it. Please. So it's, like, it's really hard. Like, it's a good game. Like, if I, here, I'll do a grade. I'll give it, I would give it like an A. It's okay. an, a. an it's, a. It's a really good game, but right. also like, I know people love this game. Yeah. But also, I'm just like, it's not, like, I'm not going to sit down and play this game. Okay, but here's the thing. In 2022, this is still a really enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if I was going to play a platformer, like, this is this is really good. Yeah. Like a lot of times we talk about platformers and like the only other platformer that I've like a modern platformer that I've played is Celeste. Yeah. And like this is almost as fun as Celeste. <laughs> almost <laughs> Dan as fun. just died a almost little. That was just to watch Celeste. Dan's facial reaction. Celeste is a different beast. It's than very one. different. This is a better game than Celeste. Yeah. Um, for me, my gut is lying to me. I know it's lying to me based on how much I love this game. Oh, yeah. And you just fine. You said $40 for Super Mario World, which is just a truly insane thing to say. Yeah. This one, my gut was like 12 bucks. I'm like, no. That's, <laughs> that's, why, that's way too low. No, but it's probably accurate because you can play it in so many different places. Like, do you really need a copy of Mario 3? Well, I'm trying to think about what the experience is worth. It's my most all-time played NES game. $12. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's just it. I'm like, that can't be right. Um, but now I'm, I'm getting hung up because I know what the price is. And so I'm like, well, of of course that's too low. So now I just, I feel like, I feel like $20 is more in line with, um, what the experience is worth to me. All right. We need to have a new process here, Dan. We do. I need you to, when you... Before you look up the price Maybe of the game. Maybe you need to look no, no, up no, no, the price no. of the game, Jordan. Oh, sure. That's fine. I can look it up. But either way, you need to write your number down before you look it up. Because so yeah, often that's true. That's true. your price is either trying to justify yeah. the super well, high price or or you're like, well, I, I don't have to say $40 because I know this one's only going forward. Yeah. Whatever. I think that there is some, it's hard to be strictly objective. Yeah. So it might be fun if you take over the price duties for this show. Sure. I, and it might be officially me. price knighted. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. You, then, then the segment starts with, damn, what would you pay for the experience you have with us? That would make so much more sense than yes. asking me a person who just yes. wouldn't really pay for any of these. So games. initially the idea for the show was it, trying that, to that make fell me more in line with yeah. This game is super expensive. What do you think this game is worth, Jordan? Yeah. Because um, you don't collect and you have a more, you know, practical experience with these games. But then we um, quickly realized that I don't want any of these games. Th- that <laughs> happened slowly over time. Over time, it had definitely happened um, as Jordan got Look at more this, guys. Dated. Evolution in progress. Our show, <laughs> it's, it's continuing to change. We're, we're, you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, 12 to $20 for me. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a hundred percent more. This is a really big range. I would pay between like two hundred and four hundred dollars for this game. That's <laughs> not Snow Brothers. I mean, that's definitely not that experience. I'm going but. to buy a house. What's your price range? I don't know, like a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, Jordan, what do you think the uh, what do you think the internet's paying for this one? Um, I feel like you know it's the third most popular, um, and like of the top three, it's probably the one that you'd actually want to play. Yeah. So. Um, uh, eight seventeen million copies. There was 
This is tough. This is tough. But you also have like the All Stars version. Did you look up the price for the All Stars? I am version? holding it in my hand. Okay. As we <laughs> like, if I was buying one, that's the one to buy because you get four games or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and if you buy the version with Mario World, you get five games. I feel like it's probably going for like eight dollars. Eight dollars. No, I got to do the twenty. We forgot we had the whole inflation thing last year. Uh, fourteen dollars. Actually, this one, uh, Jordan, this one's going for eighteen dollars. Okay. And that's a. Uh, as far as I can recall, that's been a pretty stable price for, in spite of the. That's surprising. The I feel inflation. like that's too much. Like you could buy this game, or you could buy a year subscription to Nintendo Switch Online. Well, I mean, not everybody has a Switch, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Every, if you're listening to this show, you probably have a Switch. Let's be honest. Jordan, what do you think the PAL tax on this one is? Um. So theirs, theirs was actually cheaper for Super Mario World. So I'm gonna say. Weird. Okay, well, they know what's up in the PAL region. Yeah. Uh, So, All-Stars. Yeah. What do you think All-Stars is going for since it has this and everything else? Yeah. Uh, Which version of All-Stars? The one without Super Mario World. Okay, I'm going to say $24. $19. more. That's the way to go. I I truly believe that it's superior in every way. Maybe the physics are (laughs) slightly different, but I didn't notice. Uh, If you're not Dan, you probably won't notice. Yeah, they're they're very minute differences. I feel like I've heard about that, and maybe it was like Mario 1 had different physics, and they upgraded it to the Mario 3 physics, so they all... Yeah, something like that. It might be a specific Mario 1 problem. Yeah. But... Um, it might bleed over. The The Super Nintendo version of All-Stars with Super Mario World is going for about $29. So an extra yeah, $10 I mean, to throw Super Mario World on that cartridge. Which I think is still a bargain. Yeah. And then the, the, the GBA version of this game. Yeah. $19. $19. So pretty bucks. much right there. You're all pretty Did you much look up what this 20. goes for on the eShop? Uh, I think it's 7 or $8. Okay. If, Which, get it now get it now get it it's, now it's closing if you're listening to this in the future it may already be closed it's, it's uh, too late 2022 the, will be the end of the eShop on the Wii U and 3DS and no one really cared because no one bought anything on those now why would you in, ever want the version of Super Mario 3 on your Wii U because it includes all of the e-reader content in that game in the digital version on the Wii U which if you wanted the the physical cartridge of this the e-reader is going to cost you some money, and then the cards for Mario 3 are going to cost you some money. So you'd probably be looking at 150 dollars yeah. to get the extra Mario Kart or Which Mario Kart. Which is, let's be honest, too much money to pay for any retro game. <laughs> or just any game. <sighs> yeah. 150 well. bucks. Come on, people. Um, so the, the Wii U version is worth checking out if you have a Wii U. And it's still 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're listening in the future, you're, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, public service announcement. Nintendo's not going to let you add funds to your account on the 3DS and the the Wii U hey, uh, after August of 2022. Let's be optimistic. So maybe get, get it done before then. Maybe once they shut down the 3DS and Wii U eShops, we'll get a bunch of that stuff on the Switch. And maybe we'll get the long-rumored Game Boy and Game Boy Advance support that the Switch Online system is supposed to have. That'd be great. Here's what I really hope for mostly is the GBA stuff. Cause there's some, ver- there's some really expensive GBA stuff, um, on the Wii U eShop that's not available on switch. So that's the biggest thing for me is like some of the more obscure expensive to collect GBA games are not available, uh, anywhere besides the, plus the old the, Pokemon games, like being able to buy those for like nine bucks is, yeah, 
yeah. And those have Pokemon bank support. So if you're like looking to, if you're a Pokemon hoarder and you want to have all of your Pokemon on a modern platform, just yeah, three uh, just is the way to go. I but don't understand even remotely. But hey, you do you, people. <laughs> all right, so eighteen dollars. I'm I have to call it worth. It. I can't come in here on Mario three and call it worthless. There's no price which I can call. No, it. I mean so <laughs> my worthless or my worth it is purely based on the fact that you can get this game in so many other ways, I would say like, don't buy the cartridge for 18 bucks. That's stupid, but you know, get switch online. I would say for for $40 or less, this game is worth it. $40 or less. (laughs) Uh, If you've never experienced this game, do yourself a favor. It's a huge part of gaming history. It's still fun today and it holds up. It's not like incredibly frustrating until you get to the last world. And then even then it's pretty short. It gets a little frustrating in world seven. If if you're frustrated, just save up some clouds and pee wings, and you'll be okay. There's a limited number of those. I I never ran out. <laughs> I, I I did not hoard them, and I had extras at the end of the game. I was hoarding. Um, yeah. So Jordan, we have trivia today. We do. We do have trivia, and it's funny because the person who sent in trivia this week is actually the same person who sent in trivia for our Super Mario World episode. What? Yeah, Jude. So we have actually three different trivia questions oh, here for you today. So we'll go okay. through them quick. Dan, Super Mario Bros. 3 introduced Boo for the first time. What was the inspiration <laughs> for Boo's unique personality? Boo as a character has a pretty yes. unique character. Did you read the man? You didn't read the manual. Did you see- I think I saw this. Does it the answer manual. the question? Oh, what Probably. You- oh, just hear it. What do you think? No, I don't read me Okay. The- read me the choice. Let's- Which let's- one of these three things was the inspiration for Boo's unique personality? Was it Miyamoto's new puppy? Was it B, Japanese Emperor Akihito? Or C, the wife of one of the Nintendo developers? Okay, none of those are what is in the manual. So, okay. if you don't know, the the Koopalings are named after musicians. Oh yeah. So like Ludwig von Koopa is like Beethoven, and Lemmy Koopa is Lemmy from Motorhead. On and on and on. Um, so in the manual, the boos are boomer actu- actually represents all boomers of yeah. <laughs> the, the boomer generation. <laughs> well, in the manual, boo is called Boo Diddley. Like after Bo Diddley. Oh, oh, oh. No, this is yeah. specifically referring yes. to its programmed so. character. So it's like personality where it only attacks you or it only, you know, it's shy. If you're looking yes. at it, it gets really shy. Okay. So read me those options again. Okay. Was it Miyamoto's new puppy, Japanese emperor Akihito, or the wife of one of the Nintendo developers? I feel like the puppy is like buried somewhere in my brain. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like puppy's behavior. Puppies aren't shy. Well, they don't no. attack you from behind. No, but let's just go with that. I feel like there's something about it. Uh, you've activated my trap card, Dan. It was not the puppy. It was the wife of one of the Nintendo developers. Uh, she must have been really shy or something. I don't know. And then she would attack you when you weren't looking. Maybe. I don't know. That could get dark. I'm thinking it's probably more of the fact that when you look at them, they get really shy. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the wife of a Nintendo developer. Yeah. Okay. Though. Yeah. You can just switch it anytime. <laughs> no big deal. All right. Number two. Dan, the Tanuki suit was originally going to make Mario turn into something else. What was it? What would you turn into? It was, uh, you know. Yes. Okay. Was I'm it gonna let the listeners. A, a giant, B, a fawn, like F-A-U-N, like Mr. Tumnus, uh, C, a centaur, or D, a minotaur? <laughs> it would turn you into a giant, just like the mushroom, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. That's one way of looking at it. Um, which, the micro mushrooms, that was actually a thing in future Mario's. You had the mega, the giant mushrooms and the yeah, micro mushrooms. That lets you like slam through. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, it's a centaur. It was a centaur. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yep, you yep, knew yep. that one. I figured. They, I, I thought you were actually going to say that earlier when you talked about <laughs> the Tanuki suit. They were trying to. Uh, I think Wikipedia was saying give Mario powers based on animals. So the centaur was an early idea for an animal to to. Oh, give Mario okay. Powers. They're like yep. ah animals, or what if you guys? What if he turned into a statue? Yeah. And didn't do anything. Yeah. I feel like there's some story behind that one too, but it's been a while since they looked into it. Uh, I mean, I am not an expert by any means, but I have been to Japan. <laughs> and that statue looked like a lot of statues that I saw in Japan. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, Dan. Final question. The island that the main castle is on in World 3 is supposed to be shaped like what? Ooh. So the island that the main castle is on in World 3 is supposed to be shaped like what? Is it A, a globe, B, a snake, C, Japan, or D, Karl Marx's mustache. <sighs> I feel like this is another bit of trivia that was buried somewhere in my brain at some point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Japan because it seems to make the most sense. <laughs> you don't think it's Karl Marx's mustache? No. Uh, it was It was Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying at first it, it was the mustache. I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nintendo yeah. got real dark. <laughs> they slipped some seriously weird things in. Yeah. Nope, it was Japan. Yep. yep. There you go. Yep. Hey, yep. I think So you, I got them all. No, you got two out of three. Three out of three. Two out of three. Agree to disagree. Don't forget, if you guys have uh, trivia and you ever want to submit it, you can send it in and we will send you stickers. I'll have to reach out to Jude and see if he wants me to send him more stickers because I've already sent him stickers twice before, but hey. We'll send you stickers. Send us trivia <laughs> for our upcoming game or any game we covered in the past, and mm. we'll send you some stickers. Speaking of upcoming games, Jordan, it's Super Marchio Brothers. It, yeah, March. We got we were fortunate enough to have three episodes yes, this month. Every now and then, a month rolls around where we get three Tuesday, three bi-weekly Tuesdays in one month. And so yeah. we got three episodes coming out in March, and they're all going to be Mario games. They sure Starting are. with this one, Mario starting 3. With this one. And then the next one, Jordan. Episode 90. Very, very, very timely with the latest Direct. We're covering Super Mario Strikers. Yes, one of our favorite games. Uh, <sighs> we've played a lot of Strikers. Love that game. Really, really excited to see that Nintendo is cranking out a new one. Yeah. And it seems to have some really... They're trying some new, different things that they haven't tried before. So I'm It excited. looked a little less goofy than uh, Strikers Charged. They kept a lot more than I expected. Like People were like, I don't know, if Nintendo makes a new one, they're not going to have the level of violence and like Mm. people getting slammed into electric fences and stuff. And then the the trailer opens and the first thing that happens is somebody gets slammed into an electric fence. It's like, all right, this is still Strikers. This is the company that has Smash Bros where you're like literally... I don't know, dude. People are like, oh, those games are so gritty. Nintendo would never do that today. (laughs) And then Nintendo's like, here you go. We just did it again. Meanwhile, you get fire flowers and set everything in the world on fire in Mario games. But, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. It's, it's a dark reality. You just don't think about it because it's bright colors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the third game we're going to be covering is up to Patreon. Yeah, up to our Patreon supporters yep. every month. The last episode gets voted on from a selection of choices, and so if you're one of our Patreon supporters, you can help choose that one. And if you're not a Patreon supporter, this is a great chance to join because we just added a new tier. Where you can join in for like, man, I want to support, but I don't know if I want to jump all in. Yeah. We got a nice cheaper support named after me, which I'm Jordan. I feel honored by. It's the two dollar yeah. level. It's the two dollar tier, yeah, which is great. So, and even those, I think the two dollar supporters get to vote in the poll too, right? Yeah, they get to vote in the poll and have input in uh, the episode of the, or the main episodes of Worth It or Worthless, and they get early access to the the show as there well. There you go. So sweet. So there you go. We don't know what that third one is going to be yet, but we have some high hopes. Jordan has some high hopes. I haven't told him. Um, it's it's pretty heavily in favor 
of uh one particular game that he would like to see win. Um, oh, oh, good, good. <laughs> I was real nervous about some of the options, yeah. but uh, I didn't tell Jordan on. that I actually got Hotel Mario um, the, honestly, recently. And did you really? Because I, I think that would be fun to like <laughs> play like a notoriously bad game. What do you mean that it, it would be? What you're always never mind. Don't like. Even, I mean, like, worry about there's it. games that are bad. Like, you make me play bad games all the time, but I want to play one that's notoriously bad. Should I get a 3DO just for the sake of picking up bad games? Yeah, and I want to experience that weird controller. <laughs> Have you seen those 3DO controllers? They're strange. <sighs> I don't know what they look like off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, yep, that's what's coming up. If you want yep. to send us some trivia for uh, Mario 3, Mario Strikers, or any game we've covered in the past, you can send it on in. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for the trivia segment. Yeah, 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 sounds about right. We got a bounty too, Jordan. We do. We're recording this in February, so we don't have a February winner just yet, but we do have a Super Marchio Bros bounty for you. We're uh, we're so I, we're gonna we got to put this to bed. This is actually going to be um, so if you support us on Patreon, you get access to an exclusive podcast called Super Worth It or Worthless All Stars Deluxe, a retro game podcast. You, um, the the episode for March is going to be Super Mario Brothers 3 versus Super Mario World. Yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to put this one to bed. Figure it out. Uh like Objectively. put it to bed. Put it to bed so you mean we're going to play Mario 2 or it's all a dream? <laughs> well, we're going to use scientific uh the scientific method and algorithms to, oh, to figure out which one is objectively the best. figure out what is better. There's not going to be no opinions after we do that episode. It's not going to be like, "Oh, we played this one a year ago and we played this one today and I think this was better." We're yeah, gonna figure it out for yeah. real. Okay, all right. We're, yes, so we're gonna we're gonna um, it's, you're just you're gonna know if you support sports on Patreon. But in the meantime, you can give us your input for this this month. Uh, which which one do you prefer, Mario Three or Super Mario World? Which That's one is, the bounty. Which one is better? That's the bounty. That's the bounty. Send us a message at WIOW Podcast to let us know which one do you prefer, Mario Brothers Three or Super Mario World. If you do that, you uh, you get an entry, and you can find us on. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. I'm trying to figure out what was I, I was trying to say something. On Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at WIW Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> what do they win? What are they What are they trying to win? It's the same prize as the last couple same months. Same prize. The, you get $20 in credit to the, the uh, $20 code to the North American eShop, Xbox Store, PlayStation Store, or Steam. Yes, and uh, you. this might be a good time to get that eShop cash since you yeah. could be your last chance to spend it on the Wii U. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. All right, there you go. Uh, you can also send us an email at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you can send Dan or myself a direct message on Discord. Also remember, every month you can participate on Discord and get some bonus entries. You still have mm-hmm. to submit an official entry to win. Mm-hmm. And of course, all of that, you can find the rules uh, officially at worth it or worthless.com slash bounty. And that's going to run through the end of March before we pick a winner for that. So there you go. March, 2022, 2022. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, do we need to say anything else about the bounty, Jordan? We kind of, I think that's it. we kind of ran with it. Like, yeah. Usually you're on point. You I know. Get it out. I know. Um, but sometimes I say things and it throws your whole thing off. No, dude, I don't even know what's going on. My butt, my butt hurts. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's leaking up to my brain. There's actually, people don't know this, but there's a bone that connects your butt to your brain. Okay. A bunch this of, a, a Jordan bunch. fun fact. No, real, real this, Jordan fun this fact. This is a fact. It's called, it's your spine, a bunch of bones actually that connect your your butt to your brain. Yeah. And so when your butt hurts, you feel that in your brain sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Now, is this a bit like palm trees are uh, a woody grass? 
F- that level was, of fun facts. Yeah, that was. Shout out to some, uh, Better With Horns. Yeah, a member of our Discord server pointed out a fact that maybe the reason why in Cruising USA that you can run over redwoods but not palm trees is because redwoods are are trees and palm trees are a large woody grass, which seems like it. Yeah, that seems like it would be the opposite. But you know what? It was a fun fact <laughs> just to learn that they are a large woody grass. Uh, or Canadian money smells like maple. Yeah, like, that's a said. really fun fact. Yeah. So, Have you smelled any? Did you go get any? No. Did you go to well, Windsor? No. No. Oh. no. It was a bad week to try across the bridge. Sure but. didn't. Sure didn't. Uh, Jordan, other than that, we got. if you want some stickers, you want to buy stickers, we got them on our, our shop. Worthitorworthless.com slash shop. We'll take you there. You can buy some mugs, shirts, yeah. coasters, all that stuff. Whatever you're interested in. Well, not whatever, because you might be interested in some stuff we don't All the have. things that we just said. Yes. If you're interested in those things with our logo on them, that's the place to go. <laughs> uh, other than that, Jordan, I don't think we have any uh, any any announcements. Just looking forward to Super Mario Strikers in the next episode. Yeah. Really I, looking forward to it. I'm pumped that Nintendo announced that game. I meant to say this earlier. I'm pumped that Nintendo announced that game because it feels like there's going to be more hype and appreciation for Strikers now. The episode feels timely now that Nintendo did us the favor. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's interesting is we covered Mario Golf around the time that the new Mario Golf was announced. Phenomenal game. We're covering Mario Strikers around the time that the new Mario Strikers is announced and coming out. So if you have a game that you're like, man, I really wish Nintendo would make a new one of that, let us know because apparently... Nintendo um, knows. They know what we're about to cover, and they put out that game. So we need to cover a hypothetical Mushroom Kingdom Crashers, <sighs> and then maybe Nintendo will announce the actual Mushroom Kingdom Crashers. No, they won't, because we it's not their idea. So they're going to be mad about it. But we, we're saying it's free. Nintendo, call us. It's a free idea. Um, maybe it flies they to Japan. They don't care who's what free ideas are out there we're saying is that we don't we don't need we don't need uh any credit for it no. maybe a little credit we want no no just make it happen nintendo we don't want any credit you can for throw it. us in the credits thanks to worth that are worthless for the mushroom King yeah and maybe fly us to idea. japan yeah maybe yeah i would i wouldn't even need you to fly me to japan come on dan let's go to japan we could go but i don't need nintendo to do it as a, a way of saying thank you for <sighs> The brilliant idea of my Mushroom one chance to get a crashers. free trip to Japan. Maybe we need Dan to talk just to you. Blew it. He just told Jordan, me he didn't even want. Maybe it. we need to talk to Ubisoft. They got the rabbits thing going on. Maybe yeah. they can. We can get uh, Ubisoft to um, talk to Nintendo. Yeah, but then they're gonna they're gonna do something weird. They're gonna put like Rayman in it. <laughs> like the whole thing is like, what what wait. what characters do we have that no one cares about anymore that we can shove into Nintendo games? Jordan, what Smash Bros? Yeah, but. Castle Crashers. No. Come on. No. That's a great idea. Like, the, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just like all of the characters from Smash oh, inside oh, oh, of a oh. Castle Crashers oh, game. Oh, gotcha. I thought you were saying just like make a new Smash Bros, but have no. Castle Crashers characters in it. No, no, no. The opposite. No. Okay. It's like it's Castle Crashers, but all of the characters are Nintendo characters. Yeah. From yeah, or yeah. non-Nintendo characters. from Smash. You get Cloud. You get Bayonetta. No, you get. Don't need those. Who else? Snake. Bayonetta Solid is a Snake. Nintendo character. She is now, but she didn't start off that way. Oh, okay. So, whatever, man. Kind of like how Spider-Man is now a Nintendo character because Nintendo published Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. <laughs> right? Is that how that works? Uh, I think Sony or Disney might have something to say about that. Maybe. Does Sony still have any rights or did they, Dis- do. Disney they buy that back? No, Sony owns um, 
Sony owns all of the film rights and the video game rights. Marvel or Disney owns all of the merchandising rights and also rights to animated shows under 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> you Perfect. can tell I'm kind of invested in this yeah. whole thing. All yeah. right. Well, about Mario. Uh, do we have anything else before we close out the show, Jordan? I think that's going to do it for this week, but we're excited to just be just starting to dip our toe into Super Marchio oh, yeah. month. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.